Louise It to Beaver. Starring Louise Gasman and John Richardson as the co-host. Hey, 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 boys and girls and everything in between. You're listening to Louise It to Beaver. And I am your co-host, Louise. And I'm the other co-host, John. How's it going, Louise? Oh, my goodness. It's so going. It's so going. Can't get enough of how it's going. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a minute, but we have a good excuse. Sure do. Well, first of all, life. That's well that. We're also we've also got our other podcast. I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. And then we done started another one. Oh hey. Yeah. (laughs) It's called Got It. And it's a fun, you know, quick little word game. Yeah. The episodes are only a couple minutes long at most. It's a lightning podcast. Yeah. So if you just need like a little burst, check it out. Check it out. We just Rate recorded us, us like on four of them. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. So, but we're talking about Leave it to Beaver. It's going to be swell, I think. It's gonna, yeah, I think so. We're talking time, about, yeah, we're talking about uh, an episode called Lonesome Beaver. Season one, episode 20. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Okay. Here's the thing about Leave it to Beaver. It is a chore. The Feels episodes like are short, but there's 500,000 of them. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so this one aired on February 28th, 1958. I'm sure you all remember where you were when you first watched Lonesome Beaver. I know I do. I know I do because it was last night in my <laughs> home. Um, This episode really pulled me in two directions really yes i i want you to explain that to me but also i feel like we should just break it on down okay let's like barrel through um should we start with tv guide versus john and louise oh my god i forgot to do it but you go first (laughs) all right tv guide says beaver fumes when wally joins the boy scouts um, first of all, I don't recall one moment where the beaver was angry or fuming. No. Sorry about that, TV guide. Okay, so Louise said, Wally joins the scouts, but beaver is too young. Beaver gets a nibble of independence while Wally is briefly away at, on a camping trip. Um, yeah. There's so many things I could have added, but I was trying to keep it short and sweet because I'm trying to take a cue from you who's always the bomb diggity at the breakdown of TV Guide synops. Um, well, it was sort of like not a lot happened, but so much happened. Yeah, here's here's what I've got. When Wally goes off to do big kid stuff, Beaver doesn't know what to do with himself. Oh, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote that right now. <laughs> You're so good at this. Thanks, Louise. Yeah. You're good at it, too. Uh, yeah, it, it's... Here's the the TLDR version of this. Wally goes off and joins the Boy Scouts, but in order to be in the Scouts, you have to be at least 11 years old. Wally is 12, and Beaver is, what, seven and a half? Yeah, I think he's, yeah, second grade. I know that when they were signing up, they had to say what grade they were in and what school they right. went to. Yeah. So eighth grade and second grade. Yeah, so Wally is going off with all of his friends to do 
Boy Scout stuff, and because Beaver can't join him, he's kind of realizing that like he's got nothing to do if it weren't for Wally. Right. Or there's just a lot of other life things that kind of get in the way. Like he could go play with his friend who's in his class, but he has swollen glands, which means oh. he's sick. So Larry. he like can't Yes. So he can't play with Larry because he's sick. And then he tries later in the episode to hang out at like one of the old haunts and right. there's like an inspection so he can't be there either. And it's like, well, on any normal other day, he could totally burn some time there. Yeah. Um it was just like a weird life thing. Yeah. So All right, should we do June's first look? Well, let's let's just go scene by scene. So cool. we start off and we're um they're doing this thing where it just kind of plops you into a scene from the middle of the episode. And in this moment, Beaver is uh, hanging around some kids who are playing baseball, including Chester Anderson. And he's mm-hmm. like, hey, do you need another second baseman? And he's like, yeah, totally. Where's Wally? He's like, Wally's not here. And he's like, well, the busted shrimp. The only reason why we ever play with you is because of Wally. Because right. Wally makes us. Uh, Side note, when I was in daycare like tiny kid my nickname mm-hmm. was shrimp i know i was like oh beef you and me kid did this like bring back stuff for you i don't think i was ever offended like i okay. was like i yeah well i think it was meant to be like you're small but like i don't and i this wasn't was in, this is in daycare everyone is small in daycare yes of course but i think that like other kids at two years old was like me at five <laughs> gotcha <laughs> two <laughs> there's some big two-year-olds out there oh my god uh i've got a kid who's about to turn two it's crazy yeah she's kind of she's kind of shrimpy <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah then we go into the the actual first episode and we have this very very quick windy exterior shot uh it is crazy winds out there in mayfield today let me tell you but and, what I love also is that after we come inside, mm-hmm. June and Ward are sitting together. Ward's in a straight up chair. June has to sit on the arm of it because apparently there's no other furniture in the living room that they could both sit on. A couch yeah. that we've seen in other episodes. Ward, why are you making her sit on the arm of a chair? But they're both reading the newspaper and there's like a camera shot that says like, it's windy. I'm like, the, way to give the weather report on the front the page. Head, the headline <laughs> is high winds sweep city like huge (laughs) huge huge big letters so some of the other headlines are limited farm bill favored bill aids owner on foreclosure uh new tax bill may be needed like the most vague headlines Mm -hmm. uh and then there's a thing that says late new late news flashes i will point out that the date on the newspaper says is wednesday february 26th so this aired february 28th in 1958 so either they knew when this episode was airing and they're just like hey let's make a very current like oh whoa this happened two days ago type of situation um i don't know yeah and i guess clue on where mayfield is there's no snow. That's true. If just it's high feds. winds. Yeah. Yeah. Just them high winds. Uh, also, Beaver's just outside in his little plaid jacket later oh, on. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. So it can't be that cold. 
Um, so, yeah, so June's first look. Yes, June's first look. It is a repeat from season one, episode 15, look three, and episode 11, look five, and episode six, look three. It's a tie collar bow shirt with a dark circle skirt, earrings, arm candy, and if there's pearls, we're not seeing them. Very interesting. So uh, June and Ward are in the living room reading the newspaper about how windy it is outside, and they indicate that the boys are upstairs with Eddie Haskell and Tui Brown, Tiger Fafara, our buddy. And Mm -hmm. um, I guess the boys are about to start in a new scout troop, um, and then everybody kind of just like scrambles downstairs. They're about to leave for the signups, which are at 8 p.m. Feels a little late. Feels a little for late. For a, a scout sign-up for 12-year-old kids. And, like, it is dark outside, and those winds are crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, the boys file downstairs. Tui says hi to Ward and June, and then Eddie Haskell, like, Sucks up to June. You, listeners can't hear it, but I just did a major eye roll. I'm pretty sure they could hear it. That was a major. Uh, eye, that was a really major <laughs> eye roll. So uh, he says something along the lines of like, "My mom says that you must go to the beauty parlor every day or whatever," and she's just like, well, "Shove it up your ass," you know, little punk That's kid. Right. And you know, like Ward and June just kind of like look at each other, rolling rolling their eyes. That's true. Yeah. So. um the boys leave. The, they leave, and then Beaver scrambles down the stairs, running behind them. Um, he flies out the front door, and then he like remembers himself and opens the door again, and is like, "Bye, mom. Bye, dad." Yeah. Very cute. Very cute. Very very cute. So um, now we're at the signups, and yes. they eat. They each have to go in and tell them uh, their full name, age. What school they school. go to, uh, and if their parents have given them permission. But there's no sign. You don't like sign a piece of paper like giving permission. It's just like it would be so easy if your parents yeah. said like you're not allowed to join Scouts for them to be like my parents said it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although the kids are like very honest with um, Scoutmaster, what's his name? Scoutmaster Norton, uh, mm-hmm. who's played. Which first of all, what a handsome silver man. fox. What a handsome dude. Uh, Played by John Hart, who was the second actor to play the Lone Ranger in the Lone Ranger television series. I knew he looked familiar. (laughs) He's a very handsome man. He's also just been in like a ton of stuff throughout the history of television. Um, So we find out that Eddie Haskell's full name is Edward Clark Haskell Jr., and uh, he said he he's tells the hall him monitor. he's the hall monitor. Yeah, he's the hall monitor at school. And he says, father says you should always join things. It's good for business. It sounds like the apple didn't fall far from the tree here with the Haskells. And yeah. I probably am not a fan of Edward Clark Haskell senior. Original, yeah. Original. (laughs) (laughs) Original flavor. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, I mean, like, if all you're thinking about is what can I do to further myself in a life and career, then that's the way that the Haskells roll. 
always yeah. kind of thinking about that. So uh, Tui says his name, in which in Tui is just Tui. And uh, he says that his mother gave him permission. And he's like, how about your father? And he's like, well, my mom gave me permission. He's okay with it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. My mom he's, runs this household. He's an absent father. We don't really know too much. <laughs> so um, then uh, Wally, I'm, I was surprised that Wally didn't give his full name. He says Wally. Yes. Uh, which I believe Wallace isn't Wallace mm-hmm. his uh yeah so he does the Wally thing and he's just being pretty normal normal kid and then there's Beaver Beaver Aww. introduces himself as Theodore Beaver Cleaver and i thought that it was weird that the that scoutmaster Norton referred like then called him Beaver it's like you don't know that that's what people call him right call him Theodore right and Honestly, Scoutmaster Norton was very nice to him considering he had to turn him away at right. first. At but first. a little robotic, no? A little robotic. I mean, this guy was like very formal for someone who's dealing with children. Yeah, I thought so too. I mean, he didn't seem to have like a chip on his shoulder about doing it, but like it was just, okay, business as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... um, yeah, he tells Beavers, like, sorry, but, you know, you have to be at least 11, and the rules are the rules, and I can't make... And Wally even, like, comes up and is like, can you just make an exception this one time? Wally, gotta say, such a good kid. Great kid. Best brother ever. Really, really sweet guy. And uh, he's saying, like, come on, can't you just, like, let let this one slide? And he's like, sorry, I, I can't. And um, doesn't even and then- let him, like, hang around. Yeah, then the beef says, yeah, can I listen to them being sworn in? And he's yeah. like, I don't think you should. Aw. Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's like, what's happening at this meeting? Yeah, I mean, I feel like Wally should have been like, if this is the kind of organization that this is, I don't want to be part of it. Yeah. But, but you know, he's 12. Yep. His friends are doing it. Um, even though his friends kind of suck. They're doing it. Um, yeah, so then the, the scoutmaster says, like, you can wait, you know, outside. Room. And, like, how long is this going to be? Yeah. And the beef's like, nah, I'll just walk home. Yeah. It's just like, first of all, Jerry Mathers did a great job in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, you could just really feel how bummed he was. Mm-hmm. And, I kept um, hearing the... Um, Snoopy sad music as he like walked away yeah so Beaver's walking home and the wind is bananas yes and I loved this exterior night shot with these lamp posts and all I could think of was like Lakma (laughs) yeah right I was looking at the lamp posts being like I've seen posts like that yeah right so uh so the winds are crazy. Beaver does a lot of very good, like, phys- or sorry, Jerry Mathers has a lot of really good, like, physical acting. Uh, the way he's kind of walking home and his hat's flying off and he's scared because the gate's all rickety. and Yeah, and there's, like, leaves at his feet and a newspaper and then a dog's howling. It's pretty scary. That's as scary as this show gets yeah. so far. So uh, he gets home and let's 
his parents know that he decided not to join and they asked why and he says because the man told me he couldn't join like that i couldn't join <laughs> uh and he's just like really bummed out yeah i i mean yes beaver probably does rely on hanging out with his brother a little too much and i mean I've seen the kids that are his age and, you know, they're not all that great. So I don't blame him for not wanting to hang out with them. Um, but at the same time, and here's where I'm like pulled in a bunch of different directions. Mm-hmm. First of all, as an only child, I hate it when people like have a weird pity um, for only children. Like, oh, how sad oh, that yeah. they're like all alone all the time. And I was like, my childhood was great. Yeah, I liked my alone time. I was perfectly happy with imagination and like quiet time or like being self-sufficient. Like, I don't really feel like you need to pity only children. We're fine. And then the other part of me that was pulled was like, now, hold up. This is the same beef that's like charging people money for spitting off bridges and like doing a whole bunch of other stuff by himself from like previous episodes. But here's why is he so bummed? Here's the interesting thing is if you think about it, the times when you see Beaver getting like his Beaver Cleaver ingenuity where he's out there like making money, it's always because of something that Wally and Wally's friends have like initiated. Like there's impetus for him to be doing this. So whether he's making money because they got all this like perfume that they have to sell, uh, that's because of something that he did with Wally. Uh, or like the clubhouse or... the clubhouse like yeah to get the money for the baseball uniforms he did that because of something having to do with Wally so like Wally just kind of like sparks those things okay yeah okay so I I get it where it's just like what happens when he has to be like completely just on his own and it's like he doesn't really know how to do that So I don't see this as so much of being like, woe is he for having to be alone, but it's like, this is a kid who hasn't had to figure out how to do things on his own before. Right. Like when he does things on his own, it's because something happened with other people that kind of kicked him into that, into that world. And it's always been Wally Wally. and Wally's friends. Good point. Okay. Yeah. So... I hear what you're saying, but like, I kind of also understand what they were going for. Going for, yeah. I think, at least I think so. Um, So we're in, it's like the next day and they're in the bedroom and Wally is packing uh, a bag. He's in his little scout uniform. I was going to say like, they signed up and it's the next day and they already have like all their uniforms and a camping trip. Yeah, they got all their stuff. They there's a, a trip scheduled the following day. Um, we we so we assume it may have been like a week or two later. We don't know. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. It kind of ruins the chronology of the newspaper being two days before the, you know, the the air date. But who are we to uh, to judge? Only people doing a podcast about the show, right. uh, sixty <laughs> years later. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the beef just feels really left out watching his brother packing this bag and, um, and he the, just, the, 
Wally gives the beeve a compass and he's yeah. like, I don't really know how to use it. But um, the scoutmaster says that when you're lost, it tells you where to go. And he goes, why don't you have it so that you can figure out what to do or where to go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I should also note that while while uh, Beaver is watching Wally pack, he keeps on saying things like, oh, that'll be really great for you. Like, yeah, he's sad, but he's trying to be happy for his brother Mm -hmm. and i don't know it's and you like and you can tell wally feels bad about it you know and he's Um, and he's there's also the the interaction where he's like oh why don't you go play with larry Larry. and he's like he has swollen tonsils or swollen glands swollen glands yeah um and he's like oh okay and then he's sort of still distracted while he's packing because later he's like okay i hope you Whatever he Have says, catch Larry. a lot of fish, or yeah. yeah, um, and he's like, yeah, I would. Only he's sick, and yeah. he's like, oh yeah, like he remembers. So he's also probably trying to push down a little of his excitement too about mm-hmm. his trip, so that he doesn't show the beef. But then, it's not like okay, like you know, come downstairs. It's like screaming and honking. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, the truck pulls up with all the scouts, like. It is just a pickup truck driven by an adult, and the bed of the truck is just filled with hollering Boys. children. And wherever their equipment is, like Wally comes out with a bag and a sleeping, uh, like yeah. a, a pack and a sleeping bag, but you don't seem to see the other eight boys' packs and sleeping bags right. in the bed of the truck. Like, where are they? So, yeah. okay. Um, two, or not two, eight. Eddie has like this moment where he's like, quiet down. You know, I'm, in I'm charge. the boss. And yeah. Tui's like, the heck you are. Yeah. <laughs> Tui. Uh, yeah. So June and Ward are taking like way too long saying goodbye to him and like tying up his pack and everything. Oh, you just sparked me to remember that when this happened, like June grabs Wally to like kiss him goodbye and Ward goes, oh. June. Yeah. I mean, part of me is like, okay, don't embarrass your eight-year-old son or your eighth-grade son. But at the same time, like, let my kid tell me that I'm embarrassing him. Don't tell me how to. Well, yeah. Also, Wally, I think, is a little too nice of a guy to be like, Mom, you're embarrassing me. That's true. He is really nice. Yeah. And uh, I mean, my initial instinct whenever I see Ward doing anything at all is to be like how dare raise you? your hackles and yeah. in that moment i was like you know what i i get it okay yeah i i wasn't as hackly uh in that moment okay uh, but you want to know what else what up june's second june's look? second look yeah uh it is a repeat from episode 17 look six and episode 16 look one it is a belted button-up windowpane flannel sheath dress arm candy, uh, stud earrings, and signature pearls. Ooh. I know. Uh, well, yeah, they, so they see uh, Wally out. He loads himself into the truck, and then you just it just cuts to Beaver looking out his window, looking really sad. Poor kid. I know. Um, so Ward goes upstairs to, like, check in on him. Uh, not yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so first uh, they're in the kitchen uh be- meaning june and ward and she's okay. like mixing up some like brownie batter or something 
and Ward has his clubs. He's going to try to catch uh, a few holes with the buds. And um, this was where I got, I had a little bit of a back and forth myself. So June tells him like, well, why don't you bring Beaver to the course or to the golf club? And he's like, oh, well, on Saturdays, they don't allow women or children on the course. And I was like, hackles. And then June said, I don't think you should belong to a golf club that uh, takes a warped attitude like that. And then I was like, hackles down. Fierce. And I, uh, I was, I did like a complete 180 in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just uh, when you think you got to be there to defend, June's there to defuse. June totally did it. And then, uh, so then she says, well, can you go upstairs and talk to Beaver? You know, he's sulking. Mm-hmm. So uh, so then Ward goes upstairs and Beaver's just like sitting on the floor playing with the compass. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And um, so it kind of just comes up that it's like Beaver has to learn how to do things without Wally. And uh, we learn again that Larry has swollen has swole glands so yeah. uh uh he can't play with him because he's like how about that larry mondello fellow like how come you don't hang out with him i i kind of love that instead of them saying like he's sick or he has a cold or whatever it's swole glands could be anywhere you got glands in lots of different places on your body oh, yeah that's true um so yeah, then what Ward pieces out and the beeve tries to like go outside and play? Yeah, he's just like, go outside and play. That's his only directive. He's just like, go outside and do stuff. And which I was thinking like what am, if I was to go outside without any directive, I don't know what I would do. Oh, I see like I feel like I feel like every day of my childhood was like, I'm going outside, bye. And I was in just my like, childhood, In my childhood, yes. But I was thinking like right now, I'd be like, oh. well, I guess I could go like get a cup of coffee. But like. <laughs> the beaver's too young for that. I don't think the beaver's really just like heading off to the coffee shop with like a podcast loaded up and, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, podcasts totally to edit. like go to the soda shop with Violet Rutherford. Violet. I mean, you know, you got stuff to do. You could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, I get that, but also he's in a a moment right now of depression. Oh, that's so I don't mean like, like, extreme. I don't mean like clinical depression. I just mean like he's not in a good place. Yeah. And it all like everyone just kind of like brushes it off. Not everyone. June Maybe it's seasonal. It is February. <laughs> That's true. The days are shorter. <laughs> that is very true. So uh, he tries to like climb a tree in the front yard. Yeah, this uh, part was like entertaining. Yeah, I was like, I this is where I was back with like, ooh, I love this. Where yeah. he like he tries to sneak down. Um, in the grass and like people are walking by with a bag of groceries and he like tries to like shoot them where I was like, oh, don't play with guns. But at the same time, I was like, 
if if a kid jumped out of the bushes to like shoot me, I'd probably be like, pow, pow, pow. Like I yeah, would play along. I mean, this as, we're talking finger guns here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would and play he's along. and he's just like being silly and trying to just like scare people walking by. And yeah, uh, but they just like turn and and say nothing and then keep yeah. going. And then um, a different like then he he um shoots up at the sky and the bullets come back down and hit yeah. him in the chest and he has this like death scene and this Jerry woman Mathers, walks by. great physical acting in this episode so great um this lady in a flower hat walks by and she's like little boy are you okay and he's yeah. like yeah lady i'm dead and i yeah. was like i love this <laughs> yeah. it was so harold and maude for me in right oh they yeah loved it oh they yeah loved it wouldn't that have been interesting if like that lady was like Hmm, me and you, we're gonna get along great, and like they just like kind of went off and had little adventures together. But that's oh not gosh. the way that this uh, this show went. So then he, he goes go- and knocks on somebody's door. He go yeah, he goes to uh, Whitey's house, and this part made me really sad. This part was sad. Yeah, so he knocks on the door, and Whitey's mother answers, and is like, "Oh, hey, Beaver," and he's like, "Is Whitey around?" Which is like great instinct. Go to a friend's Whitey, house. Whitey, their real life younger brother. Of Tui. Right, that's right. Uh oh I forget his his first name. Me too. We'll have anyway, to go back and look. I'm not gonna do it right now. No. <laughs> We're in this moment. S- something Fafara. And uh she says, like, oh I'm sorry, like he went to the movies with a bunch of friends, but I'll let him know that you came by. And she was like, they were going to invite you, but they figured that you were just going to be hanging out with your brother. And that made me really sad because it was like, he's kind of stuck. You yeah. know, he's... It also makes me sad, too, because you can get an invitation and decline it. You don't have to accept every invitation. Like, they well, should have, even if, if they thought they were hanging out together, they still should have called and been like, do you want to go to the movie? But it makes me wonder, like, how many times they did do that. And he was like, oh, no, I'm messing around with Wally. Like, yeah. okay. to a point where they were just like, no point in calling Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. So that, um, that made me a little sad. And it was like, whoa, things just got a little real. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Then he wanders over to, like, the, the field, I guess. Yeah. So that's the which baseball. Looks really small. Very small. All the kids in there are very crowded together. There's, like, eight kids. There's, like, a wooden baseball bat. There's a bicycle, a shrub. And, like, it's <laughs> such a, it looks like the tiny lot where they were trying to build the clubhouse. Oh, and it might have been. And it might have been. Um, And this is where we see the pre-episode scene. Yeah. Where Chester is being a jerk. Um, and then the next scene, I believe, is frantic June. Yeah. Trying to get a hold of Ward at the golf club. Mm-hmm. And there's a weird moment where we're flashing between um, she's talking and he's talking. Uh-huh. But... Instead of doing that toward the last end, it's like a one-sided conversation, which makes me think, like, did the scene not work? And then they needed Ward to be like, yes, dear. Okay, dear. Uh Because the whole conversation, it's been a back and forth. And then this one part, it's like, what is happening? What is she saying? Why aren't we getting to hear it as the audience? Hmm. Um, But, yeah, June's really nervous about the weather because she 
looked up the the way toward right. Friendship Lake and or in an earlier scene they had mentioned like oh it can't be any more than 50 or 60 miles away right. and June's like it's like he's being shipped off to the army when he right. goes on his camping trip but then she's like yeah I like walked outside and looked up the street toward Friendship Way and it looks like it might rain I'm like how can you see if it's going to rain an hour away <laughs> this is June Cleaver we're talking about amateur meteorologist um, I mean, she's just a special person. It's true. Um, she's feeling it in her bones. And so she says, like, you got to go out and look for Beaver because I'm I'm fine that Wally's, like, with the boys and with the Scoutmaster, but the Beaver's mm-hmm. all by himself. You have to go look for him. Yeah, it's like 5 o'clock. Uh, I don't care what you're doing right now. You leave and you go look for Beaver. Mm-hmm. Which, and February, 5 o'clock, shouldn't it be dark immediately? <laughs> Yeah, it seems like pretty bright out for quite a yeah. while longer. Um, yeah. I, so, very Beave perplexing. goes to yeah. Beave goes to the auxiliary firehouse number seven. Yep. As um, soon as I saw that sign, I was like, "Yeah, Gus, Gus is awesome. back," and yeah. uh, he's like wants to hang out. And Gus has an inspection coming up, and so. He has to explain to the beef like any other day you'd be more than welcome to hang out with me, but today, right. uh, my boss, who's like a little particular about things, wouldn't necessarily like it if there were just kids hanging out. And he goes, uh, he goes, you're not mad at me, are you, Beav? And he goes, no, you're my friend. I'm okay with you telling me to get lost. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's such a so sweet cute. moment. It's such a sweet moment, and it's that's that one is just like dumb luck. You know, yeah. nothing you can do about it. Gus certainly feels bad, but Gus has to do what Gus has to do. Yeah. Uh, so there's my go- favorite part of the episode. Oh, my God. Obviously, we see Beaver sitting at an open manhole mm-hmm. singing. Uh, the song that he's singing is called The Monkeys Have No Tails in Zambang- Zamb- Zambuanga. Zambuanga. Yeah, the monkeys have no tails in Zambuanga. They were eaten off by whales in Zambuanga. I love this song. I've never heard it before this episode, but I loved it. It was, um, according to the IMDb trivia, it was probably written during the Spanish-American War or the Moro Rebellion, and it was popular with U.S. soldiers in the Pacific in World War II. Uh... If you want to listen to it, it's very easily Googleable, or you could just rewind the podcast 15 <laughs> seconds and listen to Louise. I love uh, it. But the beaver is just like sitting at an open manhole singing this song, and it got, it just keeps on cutting to the, like the manhole with like nobody there. Nobody there. Uh, and so Ward drives up. Yeah. And I have to say, I thought that Ward was going to be more pissed. Because he just left his um, golf game to find Beaver. So did I. So did I. But he was actually really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So Ward pulls up and he's like, what you, what you doing? He goes, looking at a hole. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, uh, and he's like, why? And he's like, because my friend is like down there Charlie. working. I'm, yeah, I met him today, but he's my friend. I'm waiting my for Charlie friend. to get back. Um. And uh, and Ward is asking him like, well, how come you're doing this? And what do you, why? How come you haven't been doing anything? And he goes, I didn't know where to go because Wally isn't here to tell me. Oh. Ugh. 
my heart. So, but sweet. Yeah. So and he says uh, like there's a stove down there and he like cooks iron or yeah I didn't hear I, I assume he's like welding or something but like right yeah so yeah so uh yeah that was just like so sad and I'm glad that Ward wasn't being a jerk about Beaver not like being home and ruining his golf right. game um, but, but it I also makes you? me sad that the expectation is he's going to be a jerk yes. And maybe you and I will learn to not put our hackles up every time word comes to show us how much of a dum-dum he is. But Louise, um, here, that's not happening. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was just trying to be optimistic. Um, <laughs> here's where I got like pulled again in a different direction about only kids. Uh-huh. Um, as a child, I was a singer. I'm still a singer. But mm-hmm. I would put myself in like the corner of a bathroom and sing into the corner like an inch away and Mm -hmm. listen to the way that it would reverberate and then I would go and I would like jump up onto the washing machine and like stick my head partially in the washing machine to like sing into that and like hear how that was different than the than the bathroom and um, I would go sit on the floor of my closet and sing in there to see how like, oh, all the clothes are absorbing all the sound. And it's like, oh. why don't I feel as powerful of a singer when I'm in the closet as I do when I'm in the bathroom? And it's like, why is everybody feeling so sorry for Beef singing into a hole? I would have done that. But hmm. but it's the context. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's the context of like the Beef has has the older brother and the absence of it is sad whereas like I never had that so I didn't know that I needed it if I did right but I was pulled there was like the my my lizard brain was like why is everybody so sad um (laughs) but yeah that's why I felt like I was pulled in in multiple different directions on that part but well they there's a really cute moment too where where uh the beef has his hands in his pocket when he's sitting there and mm-hmm. Ward's like, all right, let's go home. It's getting late. Like, I'm sure that Charlie's hole will be okay. You don't need to sit here and watch it for him. And he picks him up and the beef like keeps his hands in his pocket and yeah. Ward just like, yoink, picks him up. <laughs> I did notice that. Yeah. Uh, but going off what you were saying. So I grew up with two older brothers uh, and although I was close with, Scott, like Scott and I were close in age, are that we are currently close in age. Um, and we did a lot of stuff together. I still had a life, you know, beyond, you know, him and his people. You know, I definitely had my own stuff going on. Um, I and I also had plenty of alone time, um. But I, I don't know. I just think that Beaver and Wally have like a very special different. relationship. Yeah. 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 So so then we go back to the house and it is immediately is, dark. <laughs> yeah. June is putting uh, clothing up on the uh, on the clotheslines. And, and it's June's look three, which is exactly right. the same as look two. She just added a cardigan. Well, it's nighttime. Yeah. It's chilly. <laughs> So yeah, that February breeze. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it turns out that they got rained out up at Friends Lake or whatever it's called, and uh, had to go home early. And June because, was worried. Wait, because or do we well, find be- this out later? Okay, okay. We find this out shortly. Um. So it got rained out and June is worried that 
uh, Wally is going to catch a cold because he was in all of his wet clothes. So so he's just kind of in bed. In the back of a pickup truck driving down the highway 60 miles away? Yeah, I'd be worried too. Yeah. So, um, I mean, he seems fine, but whatever. So Beaver goes up to the bedroom and sees Wally there laying in bed and he's so excited and yeah. he re- and he reveals that Eddie forgot to bring the tents. He was so busy being in charge that he how, ruined the trip. How is it a 12-year-old's responsibility to bring the tents on a scout camping trip? Well, you're trying to teach responsibility, I guess. Mold these kids and didn't Wally say before they left he was going to like teach them how to uh cook? Oh yeah. Mhm. It's like, dang. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I guess like Scoutmaster Norton's here, got a lot in his hands there. But he's yeah. pretty relieved that it got rained out. Pretty relieved for sure. Yeah. And so then Wally says, like, I'm pretty sure mom's gonna make me stay in bed all day again tomorrow so that I'm good for school on Monday. And the beef's like, I'll stay with you. Yeah. So and cute. then and then Beaver says something really sweet and sad and says, I'd rather do nothing with you than something with anybody else. Oh, it's like a beautiful love song. It really is. And uh, I mean, I just I love their relationship. I, I think that Beaver, yes, does need to find things to separate himself a little bit. But it's a really sweet sentiment. And he's happy to have his big brother back. Um, so now uh, time has passed and mm-hmm. we are in the kitchen. And certainly June June's is... look three, four. June's got another look. Yes, it's a repeat from two episodes ago. This huh. was a new look. And I went back when I was looking at the pictures, still in the kitchen. So I bet mm. they taped those scenes on the same day and just spliced them up. Um, mm. She is, oh, it was uh, episode 18, look one. That was the repeat. A belted taffeta button-up windowpane sheath dress, arm candy, stud earrings, and a chain necklace with an upside-down heart or scarab. Like, the necklace is even right. the same. Huh. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're in the kitchen. Wally is in his uniform. Beaver seems totally over the fact that Wally is is going to be taken by the scouts one night a week. He has come yeah. to terms with that. And there was something else, like it it was starting very late again that I noticed. Oh, I, don't, I can't remember I don't what remember it was, that. but it was like, this is starting late. Okay. Okay. Night scouts. That's right. So, yeah, so then Wally leaves and they say so long to each other, which is really adorable. Uh, and that's it. Wait, the the um, Beav says, like, I'm going to go to bed. And his mom and dad right, are like, right, right. Uh, you don't want to watch TV with us? And he's like, no, Wally's going to let me sleep in his official scout sleeping bag. And right, I'm right, going right. to practice to get ready to join in a couple of years. Yeah. Which was I adorable. forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's so cute. So cute. So cute. Uh, Louise, how many G gollies do you give this episode? All right. I gave this episode three and a half. I'm going to, if I really have to, to really do it, I'm going to say four G gollies. If you have to do it, why would you have to do it? Well, because I don't like half stars and I'm going to round up and I'm going to tell you why I'm going to round up. First of all, 
uh, there was so much cuteness. I mm. love the monkeys have no tails in Zamboanga. There was a lot of very cute underscore music to the Beavers physical comedy. Right. We had um, Whitey's mom, the couple with the groceries, the mm-hmm. lady with the flower hat. We got Gus back. Um, like there was a lot. Oh, the Scoutmaster. Like I love a good guest star. Yeah. Um, handsome. Handsome. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say four. Like I so, felt re watching this episode that I was like, man, this is dragging and slow. Oh, and really? W- yeah, I was like, well, I think I had watched it last night when I watched it was I think the third time I'd watched it. Oh, geez. Um, yeah, and I was like, this is this is going real slow. But when I broke it down, I really appreciated all of the parts that I had just mentioned. Mm-hmm. Huh. How many G gollies did you give it? I gave it five. Wow. I think, it, is this my first ever five G gollies? It might be. No, it can't be. It might be. Captain Jack? I don't know if I gave that one five. Oh, I definitely did. So, here's Brotherly the thing. love? Here's the thing about this episode that really kicked it up to 5G gollies for me. Okay, tell me. Let me have it. All right. We've got a ton of characters, a lot of locations. We have somebody new, Scoutmaster Norton. Uh, We have actual acting happening from Jerry Mathers. Uh, We have Wally being a really sweet guy. We have, yes, Ward does say some things that are really jerky, but when he's talking to his kids, he doesn't let that show. And uh, when he does say the one thing about the course not allowing women and children on Saturdays, June immediately says something that makes me feel better about it. Like, yeah, I, I know that Ward is Ward. He's not going to all of a sudden be a better person. He's not going to be like, he's never going to be like, you have a really good point. I'm going to stop going to that golf club. You know, that's just not him. And everything else about this episode was just like really satisfying. You it's might 5G. you might be yeah, I was like you might be pushing me into into retrospectively because I I at first maybe I was just thinking because of the most previous time I watched it how slow it was. Uh-huh. But I did name all those things I loved, and then so did you, and they they yeah. seemed to coincide. So I might keep it at four for now, but you're right. It was a very satisfying episode. It also deals with something that, like, maybe people would be thinking about but aren't saying, where it's like, and this definitely rang true when he goes to Whitey's house, and they're just like, yeah, they just figured that you'd be off doing something with your brother. And it's like, man... He is so reliant on Wally. And, you know, thinking about the things that we talked about before, where it's like all the adventures that he goes on, you know, kind of get sparked by like somebody else. Uh, And it's usually Wally. Um, I mean, you know, certainly there's things that happen like when he gets the black eye, you know, that wasn't, you know, Wally wasn't involved with that. But like, I don't know. It just. All of his little schemes and adventures, those are really sparked by Wally and Wally's friends. 
Yeah. So yeah. Uh, do you have a Ward's World? I do. Um, it's very succinct. It's Scouts. Wait, where did I put it? Hold on. Okay. Scouts was amazing. I'm amazing. <laughs> uh, mine is uh, former Boy Scout Ward leaves a golf game early for the uh, for the goodwill of his son's safety. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm satisfied with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's Lonesome Beaver. That's episode 20 of season one. We're only halfway through the first season. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, next episode is episode 21, Cleaning Up Beaver. Interesting. Yeah. I'm looking forward to checking that out in three months <laughs> whenever we get around to doing this again. Um, but until then, if y'all want to hear our voices, listen, I have a great idea, but I'll never do it. And slash or got it. And then rate us and review us on iTunes. Only good stuff. And maybe Only we'll... good stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you have we'll bad do... stuff, you can write to us at louisatobeaver at gmail.com and we'll keep it private. Yes. Oh, and if you check out um, if your podcasting platform has any kind of extras, we do take the screenshots from the episode if you want to see some cute stuff. Or you can always check out the website. Yeah, um, louisatobeaver.com. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well... This has been swell. It's been super swell, Louise. See you next time. Bye.